Mia. Here we go. Welcome to Movies Arena for April 2023. Woohoo! I'm Mario. Just kidding. It's George. Hello. Hi there. Oh Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of April 2023. Uh, I'm here with Ryan Lance. I am Renfield. <laughs> Ryan Lance, uh, congratulations, by the way, on somehow landing every writing t job in the, like the United States right now. So good job with that. I don't know how I did it. Yeah, weird. It's crazy. Not like there's. A, I heard something about a strike, but I'm sure that there's no reason oh, that would have. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I I got a lot of ideas. All I was really ready for them. We can use AI, or we could use this guy, Ryan. <laughs> it's like I got an idea for. Uh, Sequel to Great Gatsby that he, yeah it involves Morbius. Sodi <laughs> Sodi was foaming at the mouth at that idea. Uh, Carrie Lyles, how are you, Carrie? I'm doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's the same exact movie except uh, Nick Carraway is replaced with Morbius. <laughs> Everything else plays that out borderline the same. That sounds totally cool. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Uh, hello there, everybody. We're here to talk about the films that released in April 2023. Um, yeah, there's actually quite a bit on this list here, folks. Uh, and, uh, if you couldn't have guessed by, um, uh, my wonderful, uh, impersonation, uh, the Mario movie came out, and that is our first movie to talk about. The Super Mario Brothers movie. A movie that I'm convinced was, I mean, I don't know what else you would call the Mario movie, but I feel like there is an SEO sabotage here that Nintendo did. It was like, when somebody types in the Super Mario Brothers movie on Google, that old movie has not a shot in hell it's, it's of hearing. Big, it's big how, like, an old person would, like, Google something. Yes. Oh, what was it? Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, there we go. Yeah. No, no, nothing. Or the Super Horneo Brothers? Mm. What was that again? <laughs> Uh, the directors of this, uh, I forgot, oh man, they worked on, it was, they're new to, Illum they're not Illumination folks, they're not, uh, but anyways, I, I had a, something that I was going to say and I forgot what they were going to say to the directors, but anyways, Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Charlie Day, he, everybody knows, all the stars are here, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, Fred Armisen, the weakest link of this cast, I'm going to say, but Damn. we'll get into that, um, yeah, this movie came out, um, and also it made a billion dollars very, very quickly. Also, it's available to watch digitally already, yes. right now. I mean, that's just the world we live in now. It is a little, I don't know, I think everybody was caught up. Maybe it's just because gamers don't watch a lot of movies, but I feel yeah. like a lot of people were taken aback that was like, oh, you can watch it at home now? Yeah. Whereas it's like, it's a kid's movie, and it's like, the summer, it's gonna get busy. There's not enough screens with mm -hmm. like, Spider-Man, and Fast 10, and Elemental? It's a good way, a good way to like, <laughs> Elemental is coming out, yeah. That movie's gonna bomb, bro. Well, all Disney movies now bomb and then like blow up the moment they're put on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Also, that movie looks stupid. Was that a movie of May, Carrie? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's I think it's the first week of June. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> good job, Carrie. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie's been in production for like a, a long-ass time. It had that infamous reveal in... Um, well, first it was like, they'd be like, hey, we're working on a Super Mario movie with, and everyone was like, hold, hold their breath, like, ooh, who's it going to be? <laughs> Illumination. Oh, the Minions guys. Chris-san. Chris-san. And then it had that infamous, you know, Nintendo Direct reveal of the cast. And I think people knew, people had to have, like, known that they were going to cast, like, celebrities in this movie. 
I think it's the that's fact just, that's just the nature of these types of animated movies. It was really like a. It, it was like nobody. The fact with Nintendo is that nobody and Nintendo has a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> nobody picked up the fact that you picked up their like their. Just like their script, what's it called with like the, when someone's casting and they have like, you know, their little, call sheet. they call sheet, their yeah. call sheet photo next to Mario, Chris <laughs> Pratt, in the comedy of Shigeru Miyamoto saying, Chris Pratt, Mario, yes. nobody realizes how it's, insane that is in that context. It's, it's like it's, click hole, like. <laughs> it doesn't help that. You know that that photo's like the one black and white. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Where he's all like looking really like I don't know. Stirred like, and serious. It's like like Abercrombie and Finch, bizarre. motherfucker. <laughs> it, it was very bizarre. Um, and then the movie came out, and it's, it's a movie. And it's a, people love this movie. Ryan, what do you think of this movie? I think at its best, it's mediocre, because it's it's fascinating. Where like it's a movie where. It feels like all of like the, the 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 breathing room was like cut like horribly. So it's just go 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 go. Yes. It's big. It's big like um. I I've never watched Coco Melon. I have a lot of I have friends. I have friends with children who are like oh kids. This is like cocaine. It's just like lights and sounds and like effects that just like stimulate their brains like. This feels like that. It just feels it's like a baby sensory video. It, yes, it's it's like sensory <laughs> overload. Except Mario's also there, and there's the occasional like video game music thing to have all the nerds <laughs> like, oh my god, that's the score from Super Mario Galaxy Two. Um, that was a little bit of like Shaggy Doo about to come <laughs> right there, which I'm not a fan of, but whatever. But it's it, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but the movie it, the the gist is you know Mario is Mario and Luigi are plumbers they have their own plumbing business in actual Brooklyn um, and then they go to the fantastic world of Mushroom Kingdom by complete accident I believe they just go through a pipe underground yeah. and then there's this whole crazy adventure they go on where Mario has to go save his brother Luigi from the evil Bowser because he took a wrong turn in the pipe, I guess, and that's, you know, whatever. And Bowser wants to marry Peach. I mean, that's um, that's that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like <laughs> the point being is like they didn't try to make a giant epic out of this thing. I no. guess that's kind of what fucked them in the first Mario movie, I guess, yeah. right? So they're just like, just like Peach is kidnapped. Or not, I mean, okay, Luigi's kid has in this one. Yeah. But Bowser still wants to marry Peach. That's, that's the story. True. Done. That's it. That's that's. And like that's and that's fine for like a simple like, because like that is true to the original source material, which had like nothing to begin with, and also that's the gist of like all Mario themes, where Mario has to save someone, and stop Bowser, and you know what can you really work with that? But I think where this movie lost me is how there's just no time to like really get to know like these characters because they they just feel like like oh it's mario you know, you know what i mean it's mario, mario. And it's like oh, i do i do know mario you are correct it's big interconnectivity where you just have to have that relationship to this material outside of the film itself to really understand or appreciate what it's doing and if you don't it's just like Oh, it's Mario. Yeah, and, and like, and like, I don't like that. Like, I like, I love Mario. Like, I love Mario games. I've played like literally all of them. 
I'm a, I'm a big fan, and it feels like it's a movie that should have been, like, for someone like me who, like, grew up with all this and is connected to all these things in the music. But, like, I watch it, and it just feels like... It feels like nothing. Yeah. It, feel, it feels like, um... Uh, it feels like when you're at, a, like, a garage sale and you pick up, like, like a Mario toy that was clearly, like, um made in, like, another company where it's like, oh, it's Spario. And, like, the color's, like, slightly off. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it feels, it feels like a fake thing. And yet, it's not. Yeah. This is, it's a real product. It's weird. out there and in the world that made a billion dollars and is probably going to, you know, blow up video game adaptations again in, like, a crazy way. I have thoughts, but Carrie, before I get into my thoughts, what did you think of this film? Um, as someone who has zero attachment to Mario <laughs> at all and has what? never played a Mario game, I was like, what? I was like, I played like Mario Party and like. You've never, you've never bought a Mario game no. and been like, I like this. You've always been like, <laughs> but you played Super this. Mario Brothers. No, no, she hasn't. Wow. I know this because That's I asked her to play Mario Maker once, and she and and like it was like it was it was crazy because like I've never experienced someone who like holds a two D bar and is like, what do I do? You're like the one person who saw the Tetris movie and is like, I've never even heard of Tetris. Whoever reviewed that it was like the New York Times. It was like, anyways. But yeah, I I, I you, I've had this conversation with you because like it's crazy, but like yeah, you you, and that's also a lot of people like they. Mm-hmm. Their experience with Mario is playing Mario Party and Mario Kart. Yeah, I never had my own video game system when I was a kid, so I would play the party games that my friends would have at sleepover. So I played, like, the fighting one, the Smash, Smash, and I played Mario Kart, and I played Mario Party, but I've never played, like... Mario. I am Mario and I have a mission. <laughs> yeah, that's what he always has a mission. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so with that with that context, I watched this and I was like, this is a baby movie yeah, for little babies. And I got zero yeah. from it. Even though it like looks nice. I'm just like, it does I, don't, look nice. I don't care. I don't that's care the, at all. That's the best thing about it, I think, is like seeing... Mushroom Kingdom assets in like high yeah. definition, and that's nice. But you don't like again, like you don't get a chance to really soak that in because it's so it's such a quick movie. Yeah, it's like it's trying to get over with. It's a movie that feels it's it's made by it feels made by committee. Like yeah. it's just like this is a product. Like yeah, and it feels like Nintendo was more about you know like making the characters look and act the way that they envision it, and and like well this is this is the movie people stuff Illumination definitely understands film structure yeah <laughs> which maybe they do i i, I don't Despicable think me see- too is all right i i i saw despicably the first was despicable me in high school on like a spanish like uh <laughs> class like we're gonna watch it in spanish it's like okay this is definitely the way i first experienced this movie <laughs> did they redub the minions or- <laughs> i have no idea i do not remember it after, like one bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyways, I think that's as, much, as all we have to say, right? There's not much else to say this movie unless no, you. No, I just, I just. It's just kind of nothing. It's I a. Know. I just, I just don't understand the like the 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 feverish nature of everyone. I don't get it. Being like, I love this. The music, the original music, is great. <coughs> it's oh, it's yeah. really good. That's probably the best, like quality <laughs> substantive thing. Yeah, but it's also like balanced with like just the most nothing generic really, like yeah. music picks. Right. 
which is like, let's play Take On Me and Don't Sleep Till Brooklyn and <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this is the most like generic like film stuff. It made me think of Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, was this edited by a trailer company? <laughs> that is probably what happened. <laughs> it's, what I could, it's why I couldn't appreciate all the Easter eggs. Because it's like, it just feels like by committee. Where it's like, we gotta have the fucking Famicom disc thing for yeah. the fucking nerds. And it's like... Oh, and like another another like thing is like, they're like, oh, we put in the cat suit. I was talking to my roommate's friend. And she was like, he put on a cat suit. And I was so fucking confused. Me too. I was like... The Super Mario 3D world. world yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. And, like, and that's a, it, that game did very well on Switch. On Switch, so yes. I but know, it's still weird. It's still it's weird. It's still weird for, like, the people who don't, like, really, it's like, okay, the first, like, big power-up is the cat suit. It's like, like if Monita from fucking Nintendo World showed up. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. All right. Anyways, it's a film. It's a it series. It is a feature film. It is a series <laughs> of, of uh, images you can watch together mm-hmm. anyways uh jack black uh you can't he did oh, pretty yeah. good good jack, job to him jack black yeah. easily the best easily the best part yeah. but i don't think anyone was doubting that no no yeah he's, he's committed <laughs> to he's, the bit he commits to like all of his movies and very especially like animated stuff just because he has such an animated like quality to him and they really just let him do whatever yeah so good job Good job. Good job, Mr. Jackulus Blackulus. Renfield! Hey. Blah! Blah! Uh, Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt, and Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz? Yeah! <laughs> Real quick, Ben Schwartz was nowhere in the marketing for this no, movie, right? I had no clues when he showed up. I was like, oh, Sonic. <laughs> 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 Renfield, uh, it's Dracula and Nicholas Holt as like Dracula's servant, and Dracula is Nicholas Cage. Isn't that fun? And it's in the modern era. Um, finally, yeah, finally, <laughs> finally a Dracula for the modern era. So here's a weird thing about this movie: people don't like this movie. What the, the hell is wrong I, with you? <laughs> I don't understand what people were going were yeah, like getting really into. Don't like this movie. I was like, okay. <laughs> Because, like, the gist of this movie is just, like, you know, Renfield has been Dracula's servant for, like, years, and he's like, I hate this. <laughs> and, like, it's a very, like, goofy comedy based off that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, what are people's, like, uh, issues with it, if you've, um, if you've seen anything? I don't know. It's just that they I think it just feels like a movie at a time for people, yeah. and it's, like... I think people, I a, a lot of the reviews I've been seeing of people just thinking it's not funny, which, you know, whatever, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's up to your own interpretations but i, I thought personally i think it's like, fun i think it's fun <laughs> i think everyone here loves vampire based humor and i feel like this sure. movie has yeah. does that very well mm-hmm. the joke that me and carrie like lost at was the fucking welcome that that's like that's just like come in you are welcome and he's like he's like oh my god <laughs> that was so funny that was that, that is a genius joke that and i think some people joke. think that's that's hack yeah. And I was like, how? I was like, it's funny. It's I don't funny. know. <laughs> I don't it's know, funny. man. I don't know what people expect. But but yeah, like, I don't know. I loved 
I loved all the goofy vampire humor. I loved how Nicolas Cage was going crazy. Think Nicholas Holt, Holt is a good sweet boy? I, yeah. Like, funny. maybe because, like, the last thing I saw Nicholas Holt in was when he was, like, mean man in The Menu. In the menu. But, like, oh, what yeah. a sweet, wonderful boy. Like, my God, I love him so much. He is such a nice guy. That's how I feel about Nicolas Cage. Yeah. That also reminded me that of Warm Bodies, a movie I completely forgot, until I remember another movie where he was very pale. Yeah. <laughs> um... Never seen that one, but there is a, a steel book of it at <laughs> Best Buy. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Ryan, this is yes. a little bonus for the podcast. Ryan at Goodwill today bought a Best Buy media sampler disc, I and did. he forgot to bring it so we could watch it while recording the podcast. Oh, we could have watched that. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, well, folks, you know, everybody. Yeah, it, has, it has the best of, mo- of upcoming movies, um, music, and games of 2003. Such as Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah, that is on the cover, and mm. I am so fascinated by whatever is <laughs> off that disc. Anyways, Renfield. Pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I think it's fun. It's very fun. It's, it's just a nice, a nice, nice time. Yeah. Like, the only parts of it that I could see people... Like, I, that I was like, okay, was a lot of uh, Nicholas Holt's, like, uh, voiceover stuff mm-hmm. got a little. Sure. A little You're probably wondering how I got here. And sort of yeah, thing. stuff like that. And a part where he was like, oh, I was not expecting that to happen. And it's like, yeah. all right, relax. And, like, I get that. <laughs> but it is also, like, trying to be a sequel to, like, the 1930s Dracula, sure, which yeah. has that, I believe. It's been so probably, long. Yeah, I, since I, I, I doubt I've even seen the full thing. I've probably seen clips of it. But. Also that, there is a legitimate, like, they try to connect it to the original, which is yeah. admirable or interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's a very fun, nice movie, and I like it a lot. I, I don't care. <laughs> also, Robert Kirkman produced this thing. It's, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, hey, Skybound's on. Yeah. Anyways. It's a good movie. I oh, guess and Ben Schwartz, great in it. Oh, yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, he's good. very funny. He is, he is a very, he's very underappreciated for being the voice of one of the most famous characters in, like, you know, modern history. I was really glad when I saw a tweet from somebody who also saw Red and I was like, Ben Schwartz was, is in this movie, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, anyway. But I do appreciate yeah, how, like, a lot of, like, the the trailer, like, jokes that people didn't like just weren't in the movie at all. Oh, that's right. The yeah. Postmates joke the wasn't Postmate in the movie. The Postmates jokes wasn't in the movie at all. Oh, yeah. right. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Good job. Again, somebody with a good like, hey, we'll keep that in for the trailer, but uh, cut that Can't shit out of the movie. Let's get yeah. The Pope's Exorcist, folks. You're telling me the Pope has an exorcist, Carrie? Uh, Are you the only one who saw this? Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I don't remember it very well. Dang. It's been a long time, but from what I remember, <laughs> there is this family that is moving into this big church basically to uh renovate it because their dad left it to them it's your problem now buddy (laughs) yeah exactly but uh while they're there there's this uh whole underground demon area Mm. you know that happens to be in a lot of these old churches (laughs) yeah old churches and apartment uh, complexes apparently (laughs) (laughs) everything's got a demon reservoir built in that's like a fail safe but uh (laughs) we as a society need to work on that (laughs) but uh this movie is fun it's 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 fun because it's very much just it's uh one of those (laughs) mid-tier exorcism movies Mm. that 
you get at least Basically one of every year. I don't know why yeah. it's such a big thing. <laughs> because Russell Crowe put in the work <laughs> and tweeted that picture of him on his oh, little yeah. Vespa every single day. <laughs> I, I like the parallels of like him on that Vespa and him behind the wheel in Unhinged. Exactly. I think I think there should be a crossover where Pope's exorcist tried to exorcist <laughs> the Unhinged guy. <laughs> my, my joke was that... Uh, because at the end of the movie, uh, after all the events, he, like, has to take in the demon for a second, but then he gets Classic. I don't remember. I don't remember. It, 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 it's fine. But uh, my joke was that he moves to America, and then the <laughs> demon is still lying dormant within him, but then one day it breaks out, and then he turns into the guy mm. in Unhinged. That, that is what would happen, <laughs> yes. But yeah, this movie is fun. If you like the exorcism movies like I do, I like to go see them. And it's elevated just that much because you have Russell Russell Crowe just <laughs> delivering one hell of a performance and bringing a certain gravitas. Doesn't, to the... doesn't do anything to like um like like new or interesting the exorcism type of not really. It, yeah. I mean, not that I can remember honestly. It's not but... like the first female exorcist, oh, aka Pray for the Devil. God. It's a lot better than Pray for the Devil, okay. I'll say that. In like, in, like, in like a film or like entertainment? Mm. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. That is interesting. That is interesting. Well, Pray for the Devil is probably a little wackier, but yeah. I had more fun watching this one because I like watching Russell Crowe more. That, that, is completely <laughs> that yes. might be sexist of me. But, wow. <laughs> but, the first woman in yeah. your field and Carrie Lyles is I'm like, like, get out of here. Get, get Russell Crowe okay. in here. Let's have one of the writers on Queen of the Damned and the Book Thief adaptation, the, the movie adaptation of the Book Thief, and uh, Narnia: The Voyage of Dawn Trader. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Oh, and uh, the guy also wrote it on Charlie's Angels and Snake Eyes and Hercules. Oh, that Hercules movie was great. Anyways, is that all you can remember of Pokes This is scary. It's very funny. And there's a part where a guy kind of like explodes into a like blood explosion and that was great. That's but... always fun. I I don't I refuse to believe that the actual tagline for the movie was uh possession was only the beginning. I believe that, that has to be a letterbox little <laughs> That's play. awesome. Anyways No, it's actually he can happen to anyone. Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> Check it out, folks. Um, Ryan, you yeah. saw Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always. I did. Which I supposed to be a celebration of Power Rangers. This is this is so George. You and I are big fans, or at least I did. Watched I almost the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I almost kids. bought a a Goodwill a DVD copy of Turbo Power Rangers movie. Turbo is very bad. It's very movie, bad. But in a very nostalgic <laughs> way, but like. You have a connection with like those that original. Yes, I've team, I've right? run at least four or five miles last year on an elliptical to Power Rangers music. So. Okay, that is fair. <laughs> so this was supposed to be like a big, you know, celebration and like like a classic like reunion thing for that original cast, but like for one, like the Yellow Ranger died like twenty years ago. Oh. Um, and, like, the movie is supposed to be dedicated to her, mm -hmm. um, but then also, um, the, the Pink Ranger and the Green Ranger both didn't want to be involved. I, and the Pink Ranger... This is before Jason this David... Is before, this film before he died. Okay. 
So and Amy Jo Johnson was like, no. She was like, I'm like 50, I'm not doing that. Interesting. Um, she was in the Power Rangers 2017. I know. Same with um, Jason. Jason David Frank, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting that they didn't like want to shell out money to like get them involved. And the Red Ranger, which I was interested in, um, they didn't have him involved because I guess he was involved in a... Um, you might know more about this. <sighs> there was an incident. That's it all was I a COVID relief money scam he was involved in where okay. he took some COVID relief money that he wasn't supposed to. There's also multiple Red Rangers, so... There's also been... But, like, the original one... Oh, okay. I have no um, memory. Because there was either, there was either multiple Red Rangers in Mighty Morphin. There okay. were, yeah. There yeah. were like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they wanted the, the that first, first, first group. So they only got the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger. David Yost? David Yost. So Who's they, uh, supposedly the one who was the biggest bitch, as I understand, back <laughs> well, in the day? I think... I think... I think David Yost was, like... Um, and my biggest bitch, I mean, maybe he was arguing, hey, you should pay us more. Oh, but as I understand, I he always wanted to be paid more, but maybe they spun that in, like, this guy wants a living wage. What an <laughs> asshole. He wanted to be paid, paid more. And same with uh, the Black Ranger. I can't remember his name. But also, like, during that time, you know, the Blue Ranger was, was gay and the Black Ranger also that, was, yes. was black. So, you know, there was a lot of, like, racial st- racial treatment towards them that, you know, was, was not super cool. But... It's fascinating that we have this reunion thing where the only rangers with their masks off, like the other rangers are there, but they don't mm-hmm. talk and they're just in their suits, so it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they did get the second pink ranger. They got the Zeo pink ranger. Yes, they got they got some backup ones from like other seasons mm-hmm. to like fill in for like the ones who couldn't show up. But it's just a fascinating thing to have to go through with this reunion. When nobody showed when up to the party, third, <laughs> third, it's like I compare it to like that's like if they did the Friends reunion, but only Chandler and Paul Rudd showed up. Like Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd in, was in, in Gunther. Friends. Yes, in Gunther. Yeah, I, I oh, Gunther. Mar- Gunther I, makes a cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that one. I didn't play Mario, and I never watched Friends. <laughs> but it's just like it's just like what are we doing here with this thing that's supposed to be like a cell? Like once you because it's called once and always because. Once you're a ranger, you're always a ranger. Most people did not show up to this. And it also sucks. It's also just not very good. I also don't know why they... And, like, maybe Power Rangers wasn't very good to begin with. Because it's not. It's poorly... It's bad and poorly written. We could definitely do something good if you tried to do something good. Oh, yeah, no, but they did. I feel like they just tried to, like, do, like... The basic things. That's what shot it like the old shows, which is a choice. Because it, it looks terrible. <laughs> it looks terrible. And also, Rita Repulsa, the actress who played her, also died. And she's just a robot. In this one? Yeah. She, oh, yeah, I saw that. She's yeah, Robo Risa or whatever. Robo Rita. And I think and I think they just did like old lines for her or something like that. Mm. Which, you know, that's even better. If more people died, like, yeah, we could... But it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it just sucks, and I just don't understand why it exists. No, is that it? Uh, there's a very weird scene where like a girl is like running, and a guy's like, "Help! You need to help my boyfriend." And she's like, "I'll help your boyfriend because we're <laughs> inclusive now," oh, okay. or something like that. Um, and then like she saves him from like there's dead pen like, into the camera. From, like, from, like my gay boyfriend. My gay boyfriend <laughs> needs help. He's like, I'll help you. 
I love helping gay boyfriends. Yes. And it's like the, it's like the one person they like save and the whole thing is like, it's like a blank fucking lot or something. And it's just like a bunch of put like and like the world is ending. It's like I need you to help him. And it's like I will. And it's just they're saving it from his car. There's a bunch of putties around him. It's like why are you so far away from it? It had been like a video game energy. Like you know when George when you're running to an episode, help my friend needs his help to be fair again this is how super... Power Rangers was shot it was but it's weird to do it again yeah it's just it's there's just a bunch of guys bizarre. in a circle just going <laughs> <laughs> that is true but it's just again I was like, dancing for the audio list like... George was doing a big if you know Power Rangers you know how to yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly how the what he just did yes. But, I don't know, it's a fascinating thing that's also terrible, and I never want to watch it again. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. Alright, there you go. Uh, speaking of another movie I don't have a lot to say about, uh, Suzume! Suzume! Suzu Studio, directed by Makoto Shinkai of Your Name and Weathering With You, and <laughs> that one lady who jumped through time. Nope. Yep. They didn't, isn't that not him? Oh, no. that was that was Bell. I keep doing this. That, I, that was Bell was the lady who jumped the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is a Garden of Words, man. Yes, Garden of Words. Anyways, um, so check this out. There's this there's this door, right? There's this door, right? <laughs> Crazy. <Whoa. Yeah. laughs> and there's this chair, the right? Door. <laughs> oh my God, Ryan! What was okay? So so the gist is like Suzume <laughs> is like small town, um. I guess she lives on like a small Japanese island. Yeah. Um, and you know, she she as she's going to school, she like runs into like handsome stranger. And like he goes off going somewhere and she's like Whoa. And she's like, Whoa, and I think she like curious as to like what he was doing. So she's like, like, I'm he's like, Have you seen a door? Is what yeah. she asked her. He's like, Yes. <laughs> that way. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen a door before. And then he was like, but, <laughs> but then she like trails him, and he's going to like this like abandoned area, and she sees like this door, like just like in the middle of somewhere, very mysterious and like weird. And she opens it, and she's like, "Oh, that's weird." And then she leaves, but <laughs> she also kicks up, like picks up and like drops like a like, rock thing, a rock thing that was clearly like a talisman. It turns like, into a. A cat-like cat creature, yeah, that runs up. She's like, oh, that was weird. And then she leaves and goes back to school. Then she, like, <laughs> looks out the window, just like a, a giant billowing cloud of darkness emerging. She's like, oh, crap. Can you guys not see this? Like, no, we can't see shit. She's like, oh, crap in hell. So she runs back um, and has to, like, stop the thing from coming out of the door. Because, um, like, you know, evil monster thing. And, like, handsome boy is there, too. And they both, like, do it, they both close the door, and he's like, oh my god, that was a close one. But then Catman comes, he's like, that was crazy. I don't like you, handsome man. You're a chair now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go open more of these doors. I'm more open Sorry, these, these mess- gates. Yeah, these gates and messed up doors. We gotta stop the cat, th- what's it, do you remember what they call it? What I don't remember what they're called. Okay. What they call it. To but stop them summoning the worm. The worm, yeah. So basically, like, she goes on an adventure with Handsome Man, who's a chair now, a, t- a walking, talking chair. Um, and they're running all across Japan, um, trying to stop the cat from opening gates and uh, closing gates. And it's her running into like fun, unique situations and with unique people, people, yes, along the way. And I like that. That was the it's, best part. It's a big. It's that a big, was the best part. It's a big, bold setup. I love it. Um, especially with the you know door thing, but it does give me like Ghibli vibes. Yes, where you know she's just 
go on an adventure and meet yep. fun weird people. Um, and then there's also, you know, the overarching, you know, door and yeah, 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 stuff, which doors. is interesting. Don't worry about it. But I like this a lot, actually. I need to watch it again, but it's very nice. It's a nice movie. It looks good. I like how you skip the part that I don't like. Well, you're oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then well, it, it becomes a romance. It does. And I'm romance. like, come on, man. Okay, so like, they're just with like, the chair. with the chair. <laughs> Again, they've met, they've had like, there's no like she's blushing and like the chair blushes. Come on, they thirty minutes where there've been people and they've been hanging out. And I and I guess that is it romantic that even though you're a chair, I love you. Yeah. I don't know. You're but, my childhood chair that my dead mom. Yes, made. you're the childhood chair that my dead mom made that she carved out of a uh, I don't know what wood. Yeah, but I don't know if it was a special wood. I don't think it was. I don't know. Um, Especially her, because her mom's. Dead. But the point being, like when they're on this adventure, when they're meeting other people along the way, and it's all fun, like oh, unique people, like this people are like a hostess, and like uh, I forget what the other ones were. It was um, the hostess. The hostess one was the biggest. Like I love this so much. The hostess was fun. There was a girl around her age that went to a different school. There was the orange girl who collected orange oranges. Collected, yes, that's her. the girl. Love that. There was um the chair guy's friend who was like oh super the, hot guy, super the hot, Ottoman, super hot guy. <laughs> He's got you. <laughs> He's got the convertible. He's got a convertible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he loves singing songs while he drives. Yes, nice like really old timey, like yeah. uh, uh, Japanese. Uh, yeah, it's great, like road it's trip songs. Fun, that we, yeah. that's great. And all this whole time, there's it doesn't feel like they're. It feels like they're just becoming friends, not like romantically, yeah. but no, because it's one of these guys' movies. At the end it of it, it's like it has thing. to be like thing that'll end the entire world. But I love you so goddamn much, and I can't let go of you. So we have to like. Yeah. And I was like, bro. And like, that's nice. <laughs> this is the third movie in a row. Yes, that. exactly. It's the third and time. It's, it's better than the last one where it's like, I don't care about global warming. Yeah, yeah. I want to save think it is. my boyfriend. <laughs> but it's only better because it makes no sense. Like, they never explained the worm. They no. never explained the worm. Why would they? They never explained where the worm resides. Or matter. why is it doors? Well, we I love say <laughs> So that's my thing. And what does the worm do? It just... Plops on the ground and then causes earthquakes, causes earthquakes yeah. and then the water. Are you glad there wasn't another Your Name like connected universe? I, yeah. Name? Well, they, they they played one of the songs from Your. That's the only thing. I like, one of the songs because uh, played on, but that's about it. Um, but yeah. no one sort of was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to do the events of Your Name," because mm-hmm. that's what happened at Weathering with you. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, this is, again, it's gorgeous. Um, I do agree with you. I, I do get, like, tired. I'm with, tired of this guy's I'm thing. Ti- I'm tired of, well, I'm just more tired of, like, how it's always a romance. It doesn't have to be a romance. I, I, I just like, we're going to be buddies. I, I Remember like that time you were a chair? That was crazy. <laughs> I, I like I like movies where people develop, like, a good friendship, and it's especially nice when it's, you know, they're different, you know, genders and, and all that. It's just, it's just fun. It's just, an, it's just a nice thing because those relationships can't exist in a yeah. very nice Yeah. Movie. The biggest thing, I guess, different is that uh, we're seeing stuff from the primarily... Well, I guess your name was equally split between the man, yeah. the guy and the girl. But it's when it's mainly through the eyes of the girl. Yes. Who was the nice. loveliest chair, I guess. But, yeah. You know. Well, whatever. Anyways. It's a nice movie and very pretty. It's, it's, it's one of those. Check out Your Name. That's what your I got. <laughs> Very good. I still want to rewatch that. That's a good movie. Anyways, that's Suzume. Whatever. Uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. All right. Who saw this? Am I the only one who saw this? Yeah. Hell I meant yeah. to. I meant to. Uh, are you chair, God? Are you it's chair, me, God? Margaret. It's me, Suzume. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
This is uh, so this is directed by the same lady who did Edge of Seventeen. Oh wow! I was gonna that say was, this is very was, Edge of Seventeen that vibes. Was, that was <laughs> nailed the, it. That was the that was the reason I saw this mm-hmm. because I had heard it was you know based on like you know some young adult novels um, from like a long time ago. Um, I mentioned this to my mom and she's like, "Why didn't you tell me you saw that? I love those books as a kid." It's like I didn't know. How would I know? But uh, basically, the gist of this movie is uh, Margaret is, you know, a young girl around middle school age. um, And her mom was raised Catholic and her dad was raised Jewish. And they both have this thing where, like, they don't want to, like, put those specific values onto her. They want her to grow up and decide what, you know, path she wants to go on herself when she grows up. And there's, you know, conflicting themes because, you know, the the dad who is played by Benny Safdie, who's great in this movie. He is great. Um, his mom, who is uh, Kathy Bates, who's also great. Mm. She nails the Jewish grandma so well. It's amazing. Um, you know, she definitely wants her to you know be part of that culture. Um, Rachel McAdams is a great mom in this. She's wonderful. Um, and she has kind of like a strange relationship with her parents. But they combine, they really kind of force that uh, Christianity um, on Margaret. And she's all conflicted on that. And then also, what I find interesting, and this is just because like, I grew up you know, with boy parts, is you know, she goes to like this new town and she develops you know, a relationship with these new friends. And they're all really ecstatic about who's going to have their period first. <laughs> is this a thing? Okay. Not, I don't know. Not in my experience. Not, not your possible. experience? Because, like, they're all like, I cannot, they're like, I cannot wait till I have my period. <laughs> they treat like a pubic hair sort of deal? I think so. Uh-huh. Or, like, I guess, I guess for me it's, it was like, oh, he has, he has mustache hair. And, like, he's super zoomed in. There's, like, one tiny little <laughs> Oh, my God, he's so cool. But, like, I, I didn't care about that at all. And I was like, oh, crap, my voice is weird. I have hair on my shoulders. Now, this this, this is awful. Why would anyone want this? This sucks. But, but yeah, it's it's kind of balancing. Like, I think my main thing is, like, it, it tries to balance the religious stuff with the puberty stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. it does that mostly pretty fine. But it does kind of feel like she leaves to go up on this thing and then go back to this thing and then go back to this thing. And there's not, like, a clear, like... There's not like a branching these two ideas together. There's just two different things um, in her life that, you know, that she's going through. But it's it's very nice. It's a very nice movie. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, it looked good. Uh, very, very funny. Great performances from uh, Safdie and Rachel McAdams. Um, and the girl who plays Margaret is also very good as well. Just just a nice movie all around. I don't know what to say. I don't think I like it as much as Edge of 17, but it's, it's like a 70s in the edge of 17 is a lot more towards like where culturally it was more where i was when i was that age mm-hmm. well this is very like 70s tampons are tam- i guess pads are huge and it's like jesus christ those pads are huge <laughs> i've got i've got an extra but that's giant oh my god uh, and that's all I got. That's that's what Ryan's got to say about women, about girls turned into women and having puberty and all that. Completely okay. unrelated, but okay. this I don't know how this. I think because it was a, a movie starring a young woman. This reminded me of, and we talked about Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, a movie. Uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. I don't know if yours started with this, Ryan, but I, I got a trailer for Polite Society. Somehow, have you seen that? Oh, is that the Charlie Day movie? Uh, I don't think so. No. 
But who's, uh, who's in this? Polite society. It is uh, sort of an action, like uh, like Southeast Asia, sort of like a action movie. It oh, was playing she's at the... like, yeah, it's like, um, like, oh, I kind of like Indian. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I vaguely remember this because it's like, it's kind of like Dady, but yeah, also, yeah, like, yeah. And also we're doing big kicks. Yeah, yeah, Anyways, That's I wanted to see that and I didn't see it. That's all I was going to say. But I had no idea that existed until I got that ad during the Super Mario Bros. movie, which is very weird. Interesting. Anyways, this was a big one, folks. Uh, Bo is afraid. Joaquin Phoenix, he's a little worried about stuff. He's a little scared about going out there into the wet and wild and messy world, folks. And Ari Aster is not going to make it easy for him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, director of Midsummer and uh, Hereditary. How long is... How long... uh, Midsummer was what, 20... 18, 17? I think 18. Yeah, yeah. Hereditary was 17. And Midsummer was the next year. I think I, her, I think Hereditary was 2018. Oh. But it's been a while, point It has being. been a while. Yeah, Hereditary is 2018, so Midsummer was 2018. Oh, okay. And as I understand, Ari Aster did Hereditary and Midsummer sort of back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is a big deal for his next movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is a guy named Bo. Stuff happens. I don't know. Where do we start with this one? Uh, you saw it more than once. Saw right? three times. Oh wow! That is, uh, that is <laughs> so, nine so hours of Bo. How would you How would you describe this movie to people who are afraid to see it themselves? Oh, oh, oh. I know, um, right? I got a killer comedy bone today. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of times movies like this get classed as a horror movie because people just don't know what to what to call it. If it's uncomfortable, it's Yeah, I described it, because I was talking to a co-worker today, because I hadn't worked with her in a few weeks, and she was like, did you see any good movies? And I was like, bro, I saw Bo is Afraid. <laughs> and uh, I described it to her as just an anxiety movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's basically just this nightmarish journey of a man with, like, crippling anxiety trying to get from his place to his mom's place. But... He keeps hitting every single possible snare, even ones you wouldn't even imagine. But mm-hmm. they're all the ones that he imagines, and it's every worst case scenario. Yep. And I love it. It's mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> I saw I saw Ariaster do a Criterion Closet thing, and he described it as a movie where a man really needs to just come. Yeah, yeah that's really I saw good. That yeah, too. That's very good. He's also like, <laughs> I'm here so celebrating the release of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes. and I was like, this guy's so, fun. This guy's got so jokes. Funny. <laughs> Um, what do you, what do you call, I don't think there's a name for this genre of movie, but it's, um, you're sort of Truman Show, you're sort of Synecdoche, New York, you're sort of like, character is in sort of this amalgamation of a world, like, he's not just losing it, where like, the world around him is being manufactured, or something, like, oh, Synecdoche, New York's not necessarily that, but... I don't know. Well, I saw the Truman Show right after this. Is, is right. what I'm saying because I never saw the Truman Show mm-hmm. ever before, and I was like, "Is there like a name for this type of movie?" Because well, I don't want to spoil it, but like, Bo is the world is kind of up uh, out to get Bo. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it, not just it him. It feels like the world is specifically trying to target and hurt this person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is a little man bit. versus society. Yes, <laughs> man versus society. There it is. That's the kind of movie it is. Great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was, um, I was hesitant to, because I don't like, uh, Walkin' Phoenix. I don't like him very much. He does a lot of walking in this movie. He does a lot of walking in this movie. (laughs) 
Um, and I was also worried about the runtime, and I was worried about is this Ari Aster just like cashing in all his chips and going all the way to something that's going to be unwatchable? Mm. Uh, but no, I think this is a very. I think this is a funny movie. Mm-hmm. I think this is a uh, a wild movie. Um, it it uses its runtime very well, but I don't. I don't think I'd watch it again just because. As much as I like it, I don't know if I like it as much to watch the three-hour <laughs> saga of it again, which Carrie did. Uh, it's, 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 like with, it's like with Midsummer for me, where like this is a very good movie, um, and I can appreciate a lot of it. It just doesn't like click with me in the same like Hereditary did, and I'd be open to a rewatch, but I want like years to pass <laughs> so I can like the next time Harry Astor's got a movie coming yeah, out, maybe. <laughs> Because I still need to watch Midsummer because I want to watch the director's cut, but I don't know how to watch it without buying a $40 mm. Blu-ray. You can borrow mine if you okay, want. Okay, cool. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't mind watching it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, right. so, yeah. we, we can have a Midsummer night. Because every time, every time I'm like, because I didn't like that movie yeah. very much. Yeah, and same. I only saw it, I saw it twice in theaters because I went with a friend a second time and I was like, I don't think I like this movie. Yeah. But I, what, as I thought about Midsummer more, I was like, I, I, now that I understand what it was going for and I've thought about it more critically, I, I appreciate it a lot more. But every time I'm like, should I rewatch it? I've been like, Nah, yeah. I don't feel like it. But I think the context of Midsummer, going into it, one these expectations were really high, and you start that movie, and the first scene in that movie is incredible, yes. and so you're like, here we fucking go, baby, here <laughs> yeah. we go, and it's like, oh, okay, it's it's okay, it's just it's not that, it's not that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan, what do you think of this movie? I I like it, but it's it's again, it's one of those things where I can yeah. appreciate what it's doing. But it just doesn't, it's just so, it just feels so close to, cl- like, clicking with me. But it just doesn't, like, hit, like, the right spots. Like, I guess maybe if I had more mommy issues, maybe I'd, like, like yeah, that's it, right? But, like, I guess I don't. And that's good, right? Yes, that is good. That is good. That's a healthy way to be. But, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of fun stuff. I like a lot of individual adventures in this. But, I don't know. It, it also just keeps going. Um, and going and going. I think going. Um, my favorite thing about it, and I think it is, um, it is the ultimate like, the first hour and a half of this movie will absolutely sucker in the normies into having mm. a good time. Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, this is funny, and 100%. then it, yeah. and then people One are gonna get. Yes. Yeah, it, it's basically broken into four <laughs> chapters. So once we leave the Nathan Lane chapter, yeah. we just start to get weird. Yeah. I think that's when people start to because uh... most of the reviews I've seen, like a large majority of them have just been like, I don't know how to rate this movie or I don't know how to react to this I movie. That. I can't recommend this movie, that's but a, it's good. That's how I, I feel think. about Midsummer. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, no, I think this movie is awesome. And I just really love whenever movies are just super absurd and just like every like everything feels like a nightmare and it plays with that logic so well that just everything goes the worst way possible. I do and, and I love that and I love like I don't know, it's just it's just refreshing after the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, to see, yeah, Jesus to see like something that's like long and creatively <laughs> it's, and, it's and, nice and to and see a movie. It's nice to see a good movie. And like that's that's why like for movies that are like, you know, very split and like controversial and weird, like I fucking love seeing those because, like, I walk out. I was like, I hated that. <laughs> yeah. But awesome. I hate this thing. That's, it's not like tomorrow. I was like, I don't like that because, like, it's it's nothing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's I. I just feel like if if you're interested in like just weird 
if, if you love the, the craft of cinema, like, I don't know, it's just, it's just I a, do, I do. I do love cinema. It's <laughs> also a weird one for A24 because, um, I mean, I don't know how this, I don't know what the success for this movie is because, um. I don't think it did very well. It I didn't do well. So, yeah. It did 10 million, which oh. to be fair. I don't know how what what would you expect for this movie? A three yeah. hour movie that's yeah. like hard to market. Like for. everyone at was like, we're gonna put all our A24 marketing energy to it, but this is a sell. This is a yeah, this, hard this, this fucking like, sell. This was like their big sell of like this was like know, the this, yeah. this season. So. Yeah. And I think everyone was like, listen right. guys, this is all on us because we told it, Ari, go make your fucking thing. Right. And he gave it to us, and sure enough, it's good, but it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's try our best, right, and you yeah. got ten million dollars. Um, but yeah, but no one's talking about it around like a box office bum like they did like uh, the Northman. So yeah, I, I don't know. That's true. So well, anyways, what was afraid? That's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm ready for round four. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Yes. Inside. I can't. You remember. stay inside a lot. I do stay. Inside. <laughs> Damn. So, got him. So that that I really <laughs> identified with this one. Um, I'm gonna keep this short because like I also don't remember what what this came out in, but like I just had to talk about this with you guys. But the journal just of this is Willem Dafoe is an art thief, and he goes to break into this artist's um like high class like um apartment. Um, he gets in there and he's getting the stuff, and then something goes wrong with the security stuff, and he gets locked inside, mm-hmm. and there is no way out. Allegedly, I have some issues with this. Um. <laughs> And, you know, he's in the apartment, and there's, like, no water, no food, like, no, like, resources to, like, sustain yourself, which, like, I understand, because, like, from, from my understanding of, like, how rich people are with, who own multiple homes and apartments, is for ones that aren't their main home, they have very little there. And mm-hmm. also, when you're rich, you just order takeout all the time, right. which... I would love having that. Problem. That sounds great. Yeah, it sounds sound amazing. Pretty good. <laughs> it sounds amazing. The fridge like nothing. I better order uh, dog steak again. I don't know. I'm rich. It doesn't matter. But like all he has in his apartment is like is like art and like a fish tank and like plants. But like after the security system fails, like the AC goes to like blistering hot to blistering cold. The water doesn't run except for on the plant watering system which is weird that's funny so his the way it manages like he has to manage his resources is very strange i mean also the tv doesn't work except for the security camera channel so he can watch people working in the apartment building but he can't like communicate out or do anything much in and it's just him going slowly insane stuck in here and i just take issue with this because the main thing, like, his main, he can't get out the front door because, like, it's a big, like, art piece door that, like, he can't open because he's, like, trying to chip at it. And it's like, listen, the door itself, like, is this hardy wood, but I feel like the doorknob, the thing that sticks the door to the wall, has got to be a lot easier to break than the wood. I don't know. I would try doing that, but he tries going for <laughs> the wood. And it doesn't work, so he gives up on that. <laughs> there's also a symbolic thing where there's a dead pigeon outside on the outdoor porch that's slowly decaying, and it's supposed to symbolize how he is also slowly decaying. Mm-hmm. There's clearly an outdoor porch. Um, it's just a glass door. I feel like even with like really tough glass, if you are persistent, which 
you can be if you're stuck. He does not even attempt to do that. <laughs> and I feel like d- getting out there would be the first step into like getting outside people to notice you and help you. His plan is to go up. Now tell me, if you were stuck in an apartment, would your plan to be go up or would it be any other direction? Because I feel like it would be every single other direction but up. Because there's a tall ceiling with a weird light. Um, and he's like, if I can climb up there, I bet I can climb through that light and get out of here. And, it, and it's symbolism for something. Probably. I don't know. It doesn't matter. If I know anything about Willem Dafoe, he's got a big thing for the lights. He does like the lights. That <laughs> he is likes true. to keep the light to himself. The keeper um, of the light. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't understand like the the system that... The, the, the environment that he's trapped in like is weird and like the rules around are convoluted and the decisions he makes are weird there's a point where like he eats like the fish in the fish tank and it's all gross and weird but then afterwards he eats the cans of dog food and i feel like i would (laughs) eat the dog food before i eat the live fish is that crazy to me uh i don't know (laughs) you also don't like fish i also don't like fish yeah that's true it's like like if i was starving i would eventually you know go there obviously but also i feel like i would have gone out of there because like there's a lot there's a lot of ways he could have gotten out of there but he was so committed well, to going he's up he's not an inside expert like you yeah that's true and also what's weird is like there's this giant like california king bed but he doesn't sleep in it he sleeps in the living room on like an assortment of blankets he brought out it's very strange i don't know this is not a very good movie i was very excited for it but it makes very weird strange decisions and i think there was symbolism on missing because people really like this <laughs> It almost sounds like he was the piece of art that was trapped inside this building. Mm. No, I think he it's a bad was movie. the art. I don't think I thought of that. It was a <laughs> There's bad movie just theory. a feed somewhere displaying him, <laughs> oh, and it's an, it's an art and piece the feed about is the peacock, pers- and that's what I watched the movie. <laughs> that's on. you. You're the art, the art curator, and you're watching this performance art piece about the persistence of man. But he sucks. <laughs> yeah, persistence of a dumb name. Persistence of idiocy. <laughs> well, inside. Maybe don't check it out. On the cock, folks. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. Um, I don't think this director has done anything, but Evil Dead Rise, new Evil Dead movie. He did he the whole ground. ground. <laughs> There's, I had this whole bit when I went to go see It's this random horror it's a movie random from horror a few movie. years ago. Yeah. But, uh,. He, they did all the supplemental materials at Alamo, and oh. I was like, oh yeah, the guy who made Hole in the Ground, <laughs> and then I just kept joking with Ryan, and uh, uh, Greg was with us too, and I was like, you know, Hole in the Ground, it's a movie about a hole in the ground. <laughs> and and then... what, was, what was funny is, like, I couldn't remember a single half of that movie, and neither could you, so I looked at my letterbox with you, and it was just, wow, there certainly was a hole in the ground, and I was like, wow, this helped me so little. And Carrie, the review you made was pretty much the same amount of insightful information that gave us nothing to go off of in the movie. Yep. But then when they're when the events of the movie start happening and the kids are in the parking garage, there's one part where the kid walks over and he's like, oh my god, there's a hole. And I was like, Ooh. it's all connected. <laughs> but anyway. I think this might be my favorite movie of the year so far. Oh shit. I wow. fucking love this movie. This movie's awesome. Holy shit. I don't okay. know why. Go ahead. It's great. It's Evil Dead. Yeah, it's just Evil Dead again, except it's an apartment this time. I yeah. love that. I didn't like that part that much. Oh, I thought that was fine. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's just like another like you know, hey, we found a book, 
They do love to find they those do, books. And we love reading it. We love reading it. Except now we are now trapped. Now it's base boosted. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Except now we're trapped in an apartment um, with the crazy um, dead-eye people um, going around. And we got there how to uh, do this and get out. And I love it. It's great. I love... The family dynamic is very fun. I feel like we spend the perfect amount of time getting to know the family and the mom before you know, things go wrong to understand, you know, their relationships and, you know, what they're passionate about um, and the, the relationship they have with um, the sister um, who, you know, has been away from the family for a while. That's also with just a little bit of, like, the neighbor stuff so you can understand kind of, like, some outside stuff. And then it just gets crazy and weird and goofy and gross, and it's just fun. I don't know, man. It's just fun. fun, and it gets weird, and just like with, you know, Evil Dead uh, 2013, it it ends with, like, just some crazy nonsense that you're just like, oh, this is great. Because <laughs> this was just pretty much just gross, and now it just is like, it's just weird now. It's like, <laughs> oh, I love that so much. It's just fun, man. I don't know. I should watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. Maybe. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I liked it. I my biggest problem with it was a big baby. George is a big baby. Um, was like the coloring was all weird at Alamo. I don't know what was going on. But anyways, um, I don't like. I just I think that I think they did a neat thing with the apartment stuff. But I just like the cabin in the woods. I'm sorry, can't beat it. You can't beat it. That is the best place. <laughs> yep. Uh, old... It's funny how there's four, there's five Evil Dead movies, and four of them are all just a cabin yep. in the woods for the most part. Um, but I like the. I was going to say, I felt bad. I had a bad day. It just didn't... <laughs> the whole, like, family, like, single mother sort of thing with the... Like, because the, the lead, the main victims is this family. And they don't seem like bad people. They and so the fact no. that they get tortured by the deadites and stuff, it's like... It makes you sad. It makes me sad a little it bit. So it wasn't, it wasn't as fair. fun. Not to be fair, like, not that in Evil Dead 2013 they were all shitty people, but they're right. just youths. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, they're not little youth. kid family. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, you know... But that's one thing I appreciate about this movie is, like, I don't like seeing that, but, like, all the, the kid kids die it's certainly novel it's certainly novel in some horrible horrible ways what was the thing there was one there was one uh bit that was especially that everybody in the theater what was it what was the one i can't remember what was the stunt that the cheese grater yes it was the cheese cheese grater grater, it was the cheese grater yes i didn't watch that both times I, I knew I would not yeah, like that. Yeah, it's nasty. But it, that wasn't, was... it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I saw I saw still... the end of it the second yeah. time I saw it, and I was like, okay. That yeah, it wasn't that crazy. It was just some very deep gashes, but still conceptually, ew, very yeah, nasty. Very <laughs> and I think that's the other thing that I found a little disappointing was um there wasn't as many of those moments. Right. Where yeah. it's just like the whole theater just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Where the first time I saw Evil Dead 2013... Again, it was just, um, again, not having any idea. And I think you saw, I saw your, when you watched the 4K version of Yield at 2013, you had the same review that was like, that was one of the best movie experiences I've had. Where it's just like, nobody knows what this movie's got, how much 2013 committed to this being an Evil Dead movie. Mm -hmm. And just every set piece just like kept topping. Just a bunch of people just like, ah, ah, (laughs) just yelling. It's great. It's uh, and this this didn't have that many um, for and that's kind of bummed me out but yeah I know I think it's fine that's I feel fine. like it's it's trying to balance like the growth like the growth.
gross seriousness of like 2013 with a little bit more of the goofy stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Like, there's definitely. the eyeball thing, which is just hilarious. That was so funny. Right, yeah. which is a criticism of the 2013 that people had that it's like it's really serious. Yeah, so right. I'm trying to like strike a balance, but I don't know. I still think 2013 is the best Evil Dead movie. I like it. Oh, it's really I good. like one. Yeah. One's my favorite, but yeah, 13 is pretty good. I don't know. I need to rewatch all of them, but I feel I feel similarly to George where I was expecting. I just wasn't expecting as much of the goofiness, which mm-hmm. I'm always open to goofiness, but I sort of was longing for that tenseness that I felt mm. watching the 2013 one, and I never really felt that watching this one, which isn't a bad thing. It's just yeah. my expectations were off a little bit, but because nothing makes me feel that anymore. I'm jaded. Yeah. I've seen too much. I've seen Bo is Afraid three times. Yeah. <laughs> you want to watch something and like really feel gross. Yeah, I want to feel, I want to feel bad. And yeah. this didn't make me feel bad. Maybe that's a meme. By the way, Carrie, yeah. what was the movie that got you over the edge? Because I remember the first time I showed <laughs> no, you Evil yeah, Dead, you were not having a good time <laughs> no, at yes. all. Uh, it was Bone Tomahawk. Oh. Okay. oh that would do, I've been saying that, that would do <laughs> that. That movie's hilarious. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah, no, I used to be very averse to gore, but... Uh, yeah, but yeah, no. Now, now I've seen it all, but uh, yeah, Bone Tomahawk was the one where I was like, Hold on, that was hilarious. <laughs> I like that the lead actress, the mom, seemed like she was having a good time mm-hmm. being uh, the possessed. She seemed like having a fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's fine. I'll probably buy it when it comes out in yeah, 4K I just to have it. I, it's a good movie. I it's liked it a fun. lot. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I'm glad it did well because it seems like they're going to just do a bunch of Evil Dead movies. That's a lot of money. It made yeah. a lot. And, like, this is a franchise that, like, has existed for a long time, but, like, no one's, like, built it. No. Which is crazy to me. And it's bounced around in so many parts. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a... I don't even know how New Line and Warner Brothers wound up with... Nope. Because it was... Sony used to have it. It was supposed to be a max... That's what I heard. It was going to be a max thing. And then someone was like... It test screened so well, they were like... I think Bruce Campbell was like, I want to put this in theaters. And then, like, Warner Bros. was like, we're not doing it. Sure. We're not doing this HBO Max thing anymore because of the discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works out for us because we thought this would be great on theaters. It did very well in theaters. And it's getting actual physical release, which is nice. I love Sick. that. Yeah, I would, I would love... Barbarian, like, still no physical. I would love an Evil right. Dead movie every, like, two years. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. There you go. Evil Dead Rise. Check it out. Which is... I don't know. There's... Hmm. Do you think, like, horror hasn't been... It feels like there's just a bigger audience for horror. Like, these Scream movies are doing wild numbers, mm-hmm. and this did wild numbers. Um, I don't know. It's just, I'm wondering if there's a thing where, like... Uh, I mean, we love horror, obviously, but it's yeah. like has the audience become more bigger? I don't know. Because uh, when you compare the numbers for 2013 to The Rise, it's like... Yeah fucking right. crazy like blew it out of the water and i was like surely 2013 did very well because i remember i loved it and i was like no it did whatever i think yeah i think it did fine for like what it yeah. was but like i don't know like and plus like evil dead like hasn't been like a franchise for like a while now and i feel like a lot of people who saw this like this was probably the only evil dead movie they yeah, ever saw seen, yeah and that's cool so there definitely has to be like a resurgence in like horror stuff with the youths. Maybe yeah. the TikTok is is really pushing movies or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but then we get skin in a ring. Ah, that is true. I appreciate skin in a ring. I will be buying a physical copy of skin in a ring. I will Alrighty. be doing that too. Well, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
Um, <laughs> that's all the movies. A quick thing I want to shout out because it is an A24 production and it does have wonderful people in it is Beef on Netflix starring Ali Wong and wonderful Steven Yeun. That is a good-ass television show. It's a very good TV show. That is a good television program. What if Unhinged was eight hours and there was two <laughs> Yes, yes. It's, yeah. It's like, what if The Last of Us Part 2, but, like, suburban? and yes. like That's what it reminded me of, was like, The Last of Us Part yes. 2. Um, but, yeah, beef. Check it out. It's very good. Um, anyways, that's April, folks. A lot of stuff there. Uh, May, summertime, folks. Movies are back. It's summer. Uh, are they? There's not a lot. <laughs> well, not for May, but, like, it seems like, uh, like, there's enough big stuff in May, and then we got what's in June, which, again, we're not... June seems a bit bigger. Like, there's stuff coming out at a regular pace yeah. that... I think there's a lot of big boys in this month. I think that's probably why it's not, like, yeah. crowded. Like, but like, well, I was going to make a joke, but it's three mo- it's, it's two movies down. So, <laughs> okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Definitely not a movie I have seen twice by now. Uh, I don't have any opinions on it. I've only seen it once. Do you think it'll have uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Carrie, Carrie might like that movie. I think Carrie, if Carrie, if I were to watch that movie and then have opinions about it and could say that Carrie <laughs> might like that movie, yeah. I think this future version of me would say that. All, I'm say, all I'll say about this movie that I haven't seen once is Carrie might like it. <laughs> Great. Knights of the Zodiac, also known as the Saint Seiya live action movie. I guess. I guess. We, we saw this in front of Suzume and we were like, what, what the fuck was <laughs> that? <laughs> it was like, what is what? I don't know I what still, it was. I but... still don't know what it is. So it is a live action. It is a dra- it. I, before I even looked it up, I was like, "This is reminding me of Dragon Ball Evolution." Mm-hmm. And then I learned that speaking it is. Speaking of a writer's strike. Speaking of a writer's strike, um, this is a live action adaptation of the classic anime Saint Seiya. Uh, which is like very old time. It's had a lot of adaptations, and they just call it Knights of the Zodiac. And apparently, Saint Seiya, huge in Latin America or Mexico specifically, I had no idea. I think because it, it was one of those early animes, then it got syndication like in Mexico and it had a Spanish dub, and it's such a big deal over there. And so, like, because when I looked up stuff, I kept getting stuff from Mexico web- Mexican websites that were covering it in <laughs> Spanish. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and and what it said was like. Uh, Knights of the Zodiac and Nuevo Dragon Ball Evolution? And so I was like, okay, so no, it's not going well for this movie. <laughs> Anyways, Knights of the Zodiac, a movie that exists and now me and Ryan would have no idea unless we saw season oh, 9. Okay. That trailer was insane. Was like, what is this? <laughs> It's, it's like when you're watching a movie and someone is watching a movie. Yes, hundred percent. And it's like, whoa, Knights of the Zodiac. <laughs> that would be a fake movie. <laughs> uh, book Club, <laughs> next hey, chapter. I know the first chapter. Bro, come on now. Uh, the Norman movies are gonna save us, folks. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I will be seeing this with, with your my mom. mom. <laughs> she she assigned she let me borrow her Book Club one DVD. And I watched it a couple weeks ago when I heard that was the first day I stayed home sick. I was like, all right, time to watch Book Club. And uh, if you don't know, Ryan, it's about mm-hmm. these, I don't. these four ladies who have a book club. And then one month, one of them is like, what if we read Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Instead of like all the normal okay. lady books they've been reading. And then it, the first movie is just how them reading Fifty Shades of Grey manifests in each of their lives. Like one of them... Her husband has died, and she's trying to get back out there. One of them uh, is divorced, and she's trying to start dating. One of them has never been married, but there's a 
a man from her past who kind of shows back up, and then mm. one of them is currently married trying to spice up her marriage. Okay. So it's just how reading a big old sex book <laughs> and liking it uh, affects so their this lives. Is, this one is... This they, is they the sequel where they go her. to Italy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> not related to the book at all. And it's I, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary Steenburgen. So it's like, it is a, is a 80 coming. for Brady sort of deal. Yes, like, exactly, like, exactly. Like, these more mature women, like, it is, yeah. It's like, oh my. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's it's very much just, uh, like, old ladies making sex yes, jokes. Yeah. So, if you like that kind of thing. It was a cute movie. A hundred million dollars, the first one. A hundred <laughs> million dollars. Ten times of what Bo is afraid of. Ten, a hundred. I that never makes sense. <laughs> what the hell? A hundred million USD. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> Thirty-five million in other territories. I didn't know that book club would be big in other territories. <laughs> it seems like a very United States sort of thing. But is there another? Is in Spanish? Is book club the newest? Uh... Uh, I don't know. Uh... Let me see if we get box office for this yet. Yeah, because it's out right now. Me and my mom yeah. are probably going to go uh, next week sometime. So I'll keep you all updated. Mary Steenburgen. Pretty good looking, well, I got to say. I don't remember which one she is. I uh, only remember Jane Fonda and Well, uh, Master Gardener. It's the new Paul Schrader movie. Who's excited? It's got Joel Edgerton. Oh, it does. I hear oh. it's about a sad man who journals just like his last two movies. It's got Sigourney Weaver in it. <laughs> it's playing at the Alamo right now, but I don't know if I'll get a chance to see it, but I want to. I'm not sure he's a poster. Oh. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> he's the master gardener. <laughs> but I hear it's about a man who is a master gardener, but has like a... a, a bit of a past oh. <laughs> and he start hey uh sigourney weaver one is like his boss like she owns the garden or something remember <laughs> the gift yes that, was a good movie. <laughs> that I, movie's awesome i haven't i never watched rebecca that. hall fuck she is in that <laughs> yeah god damn <laughs> i don't know why but this is a movie that we didn't add to the list but uh blackberry came out this oh month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i need to watch I, that i want to watch this i've heard it's insane really yeah. I'll watch it with you tomorrow if there's a showing. Oh, cool. Sure. Why not? Oh, well, also, I need to make time to watch the next movie. Fast oh. X. Fast oh, X. But before that, Blackberry, I'm getting, like, Social Network vibes, but about Blackberry? Yeah, I'm very interested. As, as someone who, like, loves, like, The Blackberry. Well, I love, like, weird tech. Oh, yeah, me too. Love that I, shit. I watched a video on the... On Here's an hour and a half video on the rise and fall of this weird tech product. Yes. Fucking sign me up. Let's, <laughs> let's order lunch. Let's yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. It's so much fun. Um, but yeah, Fast X, George. How excited are you? Well, first of all, this, you... this has uh, Carrie Elways and, that's all, and Michael Ironside. Oh, uh, Fast X. Um, I've said it before when I saw Fast 9 that, like, these movies have sort of lost the plot and I'm very much... As Donald Trump, I'll keep drinking that garbage. Mm. Um, yeah, like I'll watch it. I have no expectations uh, for it. I'm sure I'll have some fun moments, but it's uh, it's just kind of noise now. Mm. But it's a noise I I know. Um, yeah. It's weird how like also it's supposed to be the start of a new trilogy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. Because we're just gonna be this one and it's gonna be a two. One more, yeah. And, and then that's just like a trilogy. Nope. But nobody is having fun making them, as I understand. Oh no. As I understand, like, I guess I think just because. But he's a huge diva. 
He's yes. a huge diva about <laughs> he's, it. He's a huge diva and very controlling of it, too. He made, uh, what's but, his name? The director. Uh, the last director, right? The the director of these movies. Justin Lin? Yes. Like, they've had a huge falling out because yeah. it's like, Vin Diesel is insufferable. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's how, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson well, yeah. left. I don't care about that because Hobbs and Shaw was bullshit and nobody yeah. gives a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Make your own dumb movie nobody gives a shit about. It's great. Nobody cares about but the movie. It's, it's big, like, like he just want Because, like, didn't he originally, like, leave these movies? He left. He's, they, thought, they all left because they, they all thought left. they were bigger than them. Yeah. And then turns out, nope. Yeah. You are not. And then, like, did they... Justin Lin came and saved them. Yeah. And fixed mm. it. But and now, then... But now Vin Diesel's like, these are my movies. Exactly. Yeah. Movies. Movies. <laughs> movies. So that sucks. I don't know what Justin Lin's out doing now. Um, Cause he did that. Uh, he did one Star Trek movie. Um, it's it, it's interesting though. Like these yeah. movies, they like, you know, they existed in the two thousands. They just did well enough to like keep getting sequels, but then they blew up. They blew up. And now it feels like they're slowly falling. They're just in. like sequel because they make so much money. Yeah. At a certain point, that's like momentum, right? It's like. It's the, like, uh... Like, did, Fa- did Fast 9 do well? I know yeah, Fa- sure it did well. Because, like, Fast Furious 7, like, blew up, blew up. And I think Fate of the Furious, like, did pretty well off the back end of that. Yeah. But wasn't received it was received well. It was not good. But I just don't know if Fast 9... I didn't. Like, let's look Fast up. Fast 9, let's look my there's, nowhere to, there's no way to know. My favorite There's no key. way to know. Um, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, it's... it's so, 760... Seven hundred twenty-six million USD. That seems like a dip. That seems like a dip. I feel like Furious Seven made a billion dollars. Yeah, like these are billion-dollar movies. Yeah. Yes, Eight did a billion two hundred. So it's a substantial dip. That is a big dip. Yeah. So I wonder. It's weird they're doing three more. The tagline: "The end of the road begins." That's not very good. I don't like that. It's really stupid. I understand why. And they've gone so long. Good. They've gone so long. They brought back Jordana Brewster, who is the actress who plays one Jordana Brewster in The Faculty. She's the she was the she was the mean lady. Oh, I like Jordana Brewster in that movie. She looks really good. But and she's nice. Um, but she's the wife of the character who um, oh my god, I just forgot his name. Who passed away? Oh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yes, yeah. her character plays his wife. So, and she came back in the last movie. Okay. And she's like, and when there was like, hey, where is the character who played Walker? Oh, like, you know what? He, he can't get in his life anymore. He's like, he's actually retired. Because they never true. killed him off. He just went off, literally yeah, know, went off into the sunset. Yeah. So it's just weird. Like, why'd you, it just feels sad. Like, just let them have their happy life. Why'd you have to bring them back? Whatever. I, I feel like, I feel like Vin Diesel's controllingness is definitely like they're going to bring that character back as like all CGI again. And his brother, they're going to get Paul Walker's brother to come back in. Yeah. And Anyways. like, I, and like for that movie, like it makes, it made sense. Cause like, I haven't seen them, but like he died halfway through making it. Yes. And they, no, of, not even actually. They didn't start yet. It was like really? right after six came out. It was like I, right I, after. I thought they had started no, filming because no, no. they had some scenes. They might have some scenes, but it was like, it was super early. If I understand. Okay. Okay. But yeah, then they like, retooled it and like took their time making because I've heard like the CGI on it is like very good which it is pretty good as we've seen from like a bunch of Disney stuff they Not love making gross man. old people come back from the dead <laughs> who look horrible also probably the best send off to a, a an actor who's passed away yeah probably ever yeah probably it, ever it's very nice it's and incredible but I feel like Vin Diesel just wants like he's obsessed with like, like it's, it's always like, got it's, it's like, always he has. feels like this man is still alive because of these movies. Because he feels very 
like an insane person. I'll, I'll say it. Vin Diesel seems like he's crazy. Anyways. Vincent Diesel. Fast Five, Six, Seven, and uh, Tokyo Drift. Check them out. I'll watch 10. I'll keep drinking that garbage. Sanctuary! I remember what this was, and I don't remember it anymore. This is Margaret, Margaret Qualley of Death yes. Stranding Ooh, fame. Yes. And what's his name? We the guy Mama. from... <laughs> yeah, she's Mama. Uh, Christopher Abbott. And the she plays a dominatrix, and uh, they are locked together in a like a hotel room, I think, and it's just like a... Him and, and a dominatrix. And Willem Dafoe is trying to dig up <laughs> yeah, from, from, from the apartment. Below but uh, it gave me big uh, piercing vibes. Yes, Because I like it's that the movie. same dude yeah. as well. But I love that movie, so I'm like, uh, yeah. I, again, I, let's I, do that again. Blonde <laughs> wig looks pretty good on her. It, it mm-hmm. did remind me of piercing, and I love Margaret Qualley, so I want yeah, to see this movie. It looks good. Do you love Margaret Qualley? I, love, I think she's I, fine. I, I love her. He's always talking about Margaret, Margaret Qualley. Listen, if he you, loves if, Mama. I love, I love Mama. She was very good at Maid on the Netflix show. That's very sad. Where she's a maid. And also, Mama yeah. died like pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> became Locke or something. Yeah, exactly. I played. I finished that game. We're probably gonna see a new trailer for Destiny Two next week. Oh, that's shit. awesome. I'm excited to see oh, where shit. DS Two. DS Two. They haven't. Called, he hasn't said. He hasn't called it. This. DS Two. DS Two. Anyways. Should we have connected? Anyways. Yeah. Oh, what a good video game. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Boom. <laughs> yeah, this looks bad. That's the thing, right? Like, I hate to be on the on the booing team, but guys, it, it just doesn't really look bad. good. It doesn't look very good. And like And also, I like parts of the Little Mermaid, but it's probably a very it's it's a little bit of a boring Disney movie. I, I, I loved it. it when I was a kid, but I, I tried to rewatch it like mm. two weeks ago, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of boring." <laughs> uh, as a little girl who liked to sing a lot, I was like, like oh collecting my God, things. I love thing. I love to collect garbage and sing. <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, "This is perfect." But uh, me and Greg are currently on a rewatching animated Disney movies nice. journey. We started at the beginning. We we just watched. What's the beginning? Uh, Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. yeah. And we just watched, we made it up to The Rescuers. We watched that yesterday. Oh, that's a good I had one. never seen that one. And uh, I had no idea that uh, the lady in that, Madame Medusa, the villain, I was like, this is my new favorite Disney villain. She's amazing. It's pretty good. She's like a swamp dwelling gorilla. So that is in the 80s? That was 77. Okay, so that's so right before they come back with their big stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're, we're in it. Yeah. But, uh,. But yeah, I don't know. The I, I liked The Little Mermaid a lot when I was a little girl. I liked the sequel a lot when I was a little girl. But Like that just, daughter? Yeah, where her daughter lives on the land but mm. wants to be a mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm bummed. I was hoping, uh, I thought like all this you know, hubbub, all this discourse about this movie was like, I want to watch the original. And then I watched it, I was like, ah, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Um, it's just, I just get so bored by it. Like, oh, it's a Little Mermaid. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. You're right. Actually, I haven't. But, like, that's everyone else. I'm thinking for everyone else here. But, like, I don't know. It's just so boring. Like, just them doing right. this all the time. No, yeah, it doesn't. And it's like, when, is, like, when will it stop? Are they going to Ever. remake The Lion King again in live action? Like, what? at what point? I'm glad we're all, we've, like, everybody... I'd love it if they did, like, because, like, the Black Cauldron, like, mm-hmm. like bombed That'd and destroyed them. That'd be great if they them. redid that. If they redid that... 
That'd be interesting. Sure. That would be interesting. If they read yeah. the weird stuff, like I'd be like, okay, cool, because you can actually like. Here's Oliver and Company. You can actually like you know fix things that people didn't like or adjust them in like interesting ways. But then it's like here's the Little Mermaid. Do we know it's the next one of these that's gone down the fight? Uh, I can. I can. They're I can doing see. a Moana. A oh yeah, they are Moana. doing Moana like five For some years reason. After. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. Right. It's Lilo and Stitch, which. Oh, sucks. that's gonna be ass. <laughs> it sucks confirming that I, I saw it last Christmas. And I was like, this movie is incredible. Yeah, Holy shit. It's also very different from like a lot of the yeah. Disney stuff. So, like, it just sucks. That they're it's also the that. most where, like, the most, like, they weren't even trying to do, like, representation of, like, Southeastern Asian Pacific people. And they just, they just did it perfectly. Yeah. And they yeah. just knocked it out of the park. And now yeah. they're gonna stumble on some like a banana peel and fuck oh, it up somehow <laughs> there was a there was a disney plus peter pan and wendy yes that came by out the green night guy david Lorre, which is insane i think his because he did ghost story and then he did pete's dragon i think oh, and oh, then he did green knight rock. so i think that's just his business model <laughs> Like I, I'll do my weird ass shit, and then I'll get some money, and then I'll do bigger. Pete's weird Dragon ass shit. is the most Disney Plus movie in a world where Disney Plus did not exist. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that one, but I heard it was good, and I heard that I heard a few people say that Peter Pan and Wendy was okay. But there are movies oh. that nobody's watching. Is that my point being? Oh, next year they're doing Snow White with uh, Rachel. Oh Zagler. right, yeah, the girl yes. from uh, West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Shazam too. I was gonna Shazam say too. music, but no. Music. Yeah. No, oh, that's Maddie's. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why. I was like, George. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep doing this to her. I'm sorry. According to this list, also next year is that Musafa. Lion King from Barry Jenkins. Have you heard of this? Barry Jenkins, Moonlight Guy, is making a Musafa Lion King movie. In Mustafa? Mufasa. 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 That's Mufasa. It. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Wait, what? I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a great movie. Lion King's pretty it's good. It's a great movie. No, like, I, I have seen it. I just saw it. I just don't care about it. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's a good movie. Anyways, that's it. That's May, folks. Um, Definitely haven't seen some of these movies. There's not a lot, actually, huh? Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Huh. Not a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm in a rut. <laughs> Max comes out in May, folks. Everybody's going to be watching Max. That is oh, that's true. true. We're all going to be watching Max. <laughs> Are they gonna do a live action of that uh, that Fox um, Robin Hood that people became furries over? Oh, maybe. I didn't. Other people. That's did. coming I up. Never... That's coming up in your list. Are you we guys... already watched it. Okay. I had never seen it when I was a kid, and I was like, "This is kind of boring." That's well, fine. <laughs> it, it opened a lot in a lot of people. I've heard. I, yeah. But then immediately after Robin Hood was uh, the Wonderful Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which was a masterpiece. That was a good one. It was very nice. <laughs> yeah. very I was like, finally, a good movie. <laughs> Um, well, anyways, uh, Ryan Lance, yeah. uh, where can folks find you for your opinions of motion pictures? Yeah, you can go to letterbox.com and look for the user film piece, that is me. I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom, so I've not watched a movie in a long time, which is very weird uh, for me, because I watch too many movies. I haven't played enough of Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, uh, any. With my allergies and also playing that, my eyes are really pissed at me. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Carrie, where can folks find your motion picture opinions? Are you chronicling on Letterboxd your Disney uh, yeah. adventure? I, I, haven't, know, been I, re- I haven't been reviewing all of them, and I haven't been, like, rating them mostly. I've uh, just okay. been given hearts. And I gave Pooh five stars, and I gave, okay, uh, I gave Alice in Wonderland. I our had already rated Alice in Wonderland four and a half stars, so I was like, I won't change that. But, uh, 
been throwing up some jokey joke reviews yeah. now and then. I think I missed one. I think I forgot to log like Peter Pan or I something. I feel like but... when I watch like really old movies, it's hard for me to like rank, like give them right. like a numerical value because like this is so different from like what I like have experienced in film mm-hmm. when it's like because if I watch Nosferatu, it's like clearly Nosferatu <laughs> is brilliant for its time. But, but like, yeah, exactly. How am I going to like compare that? Yeah, the only I don't know. yeah, because like I didn't love Snow White, but yeah. obviously Snow White's a masterpiece. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, but yeah. I don't, how, I'll how, give it a heart. How I do know. I compare this? To look? The only one that I flat out have like so far where I've been like that sucked is Bambi. Bambi fucking sucks. I've heard that from people. Fuck Bambi. I've never seen it's Bambi. so boring. I, I, I know I've never seen Bambi. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's stupid. Don't crap. It's really... You saw Rise Bloodhunter? <laughs> I did. I watched that with my friend Chris. He picked it. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was hilarious. I think you'd love it. Okay. Um, point B, I was going to say, um, the whole Disney, their old business model that they used to put stuff in the vault and then put it on VHS is so weird to me because when I was a kid, they marketed Lady and the Tramp like a brand new movie. Yeah. It's like fucking that. ancient. It's like right. fucking old yeah. as shit. Um, Anyways, 101 Donations. It's a great movie. Yeah, we watched that That's one. Great. I loved that one. Yeah, that one was great. great I, I didn't remember that one very well, so dogs. I didn't remember where, like, the rest of the dogs came from, so I was yeah, like... Yeah, the place there. I was like, uh, that's only 15. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, but... Good movie. Love that good. movie. Good. Yeah, my... Yeah, like I said, my favorite so far has been Winnie the Pooh, Alice the little dog that's hungry all the time. The... The surprise one for me that I was like, I did not expect to be this entertained by this was Pinocchio, oddly. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's like, Pinocchio oh. kind of slaps. Uh, you can find me on J. Cruz Oliver's 26. Will I watch Blackberry or Fast X first? Who can say? Mm. Who knows? I have, uh, when I signed up, when I moved to this new house, I got a year of Disney Plus somehow. Nice. And so sometimes I'm like, I want to watch some old stuff, but then I'm like, eh. Yeah. I don't like Disney that much. This is I get Disney Plus through my friend, because uh, I do I do he uses my Netflix, so he gave me his Disney Plus, and I had never used it very much. Because get this, yeah. Disney has yeah. Disney movies yeah. and Marvel movies yeah. and Star Wars movies, and I'm like, well, I, there's nothing I'm, here for nothing me. Nothing here for me. I'm out of here. But uh, so this is the most use I've gotten out of Disney Plus, and you know it's gonna be a good one when it throws up the, <laughs> the this is an old cartoon with some old stuff that isn't okay anymore. <laughs> but if we suppressed it, that would be worse. Card. That's yeah. when you know you're gonna get something That's spicy. You, you can watch <laughs> Renovations, which is Jeremy Renner. I've seen renovating stuff. Which I saw that. Which I was like, that. That's, like, That's yeah. not. That's not real. That I'm out of like here. Something that would be on the Jeremy Renner app. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what? <laughs> Didn't we cancel him also? Um, yeah, but then, but then he, well, then got, he his... got canceled in real life by that snowplow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now we're all sad for him. You know, he bit his child's ear. Yes, that's what he did. Which yeah. is insane. Like, wasn't like, he psycho? Like, like in fucking Snow Dogs. Yes. <laughs> when Koopa Gooding Jr. has to bite the dog's ears to train know. them. Excuse me. Snow Dogs on Disney+. I, I Plus. Don't know about... Check it out. Sound of Music is obviously not on Disney+, Plus, right? That's a Fox. Uh, yeah. Well, I think... oh, they own Fox, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Why? No, the Sound of Music is a Disney thing, right? I think so. It's, um, it's Fox. It's Fox. But they own it now, so... You know, because no, that song was played on that ride for years at Disney World, and people were like, you should stop playing that song all the time, because it's from that really horrible movie that's just about a slave being like, I love being a slave. Sound of Music. Not Sound of Music. Um, Sound, Sound of the South. South. Yeah, Sound, Sound of the South. South. I was like, what? Sound <laughs> of the South. Yes, yeah. Greg looked for it. Not no, there. it's not on there. No, okay. it's not on there. So you have to find a DVD. I, I am interested. I've never, I've never heard of anyone who's seen it. But Probably expensive. 
I wonder if it even went to DVD. Oh, I, my I God. VHS. I feel like that's probably just on YouTube. because no yeah. Oh, they are that. Yeah, yeah. No, Nobody wants... Yeah. They don't no, wanna... I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Splash yeah, yeah. Mountain got rebranded. Splash, Splash Mountain got rebranded. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's a podcast. Um, until next time, bye bye <laughs>